Good evening. This is another emergency edition of Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, LeBron is back. A couple days removed from uh, what appears to have been a false positive, uh, testing positive for COVID. Uh, LeBron ran uh, apparently up to eight tests over the last 24, 48 hours uh, and has cleared protocol because he has now two uh, tests in the span of 24 hours between them and will be able to play uh, tomorrow night when the Lakers face off against the Clippers. And ESPN has already moved that game off of ESPN in favor of <laughs> Golden State and Phoenix. Still think that's probably the right call, but we have a lot to get to, so let's get to it. So the big news, obviously, is that uh, that 10-day stretch that we discussed a couple days ago no longer matters anymore. The Lakers do have a, a stretch of a few kind of tougher games here, starting with the Clippers on Friday, though they have uh, been up and down of late. And given the fact that we saw LeBron at center last, and given the fact that Dwight, before this decision, uh, was already moved into the starting lineup, which means DeAndre Jordan was not going to play Friday and was probably moving, making his way towards the end of the rotation or out of the rotation. Uh, LeBron coming back really changes a few things basketball-wise now for the Lakers. They have three centers. They have Dwight, LeBron, and AD. Uh, eventually, my hope is that they wave DeAndre Jordan and bring in another center with a pulse so that this time... Uh, you can have something closer to the JaVale Dwight combination that the Lakers had a couple years ago. And, uh, you know, that that other non-Dwight center can be something more meaningful than than whatever DeAndre Jordan was trying to do this year. Uh, with LeBron coming back and given the success that that five-man unit of, uh, or those five-man units uh, with LeBron at center, uh, the Lakers are really kind of, flexible just in terms of their power forward center combinations. Uh, they can go super duper small. They can go super big. They can go somewhere in between um, and still remain fairly big. It's just that they, they are very, in ways that they may not be flexible with their wing depth because they don't have any. This is now a group that given whatever the circumstance and given whatever Frank Vogel really wants to get out of his lineups he can basically alter that front court group to play however they want to play. So that's that's great in and of itself. And LeBron now not missing time gives you just a few more games uh, to be able to work some of those kinks out. LeBron coming back as soon as he does also makes it so that you now no longer are, are well, not no longer because we don't know how the season is going to play out, but it was getting super frustrated that the Lakers just weren't having Russ, AD, and LeBron available for the same games and missing another handful of those uh, because of some protocols, especially if the protocols were a result of a false positive. I know at the time uh, some some uh, reports came out that LeBron had uh, the one positive result and then had another negative result and then had a tiebreaker, and, and, and there was a, a hole to do about that. Just given the fact that the Lakers now get him back for a few more games here to continue to work things out with Russ, with AD, with all th three of those guys on the court together, 
And now doing so, hopefully without DeAndre Jordan in, in the rotation, really unlocks some of what I think the Lakers have wanted to be all season. And and look, we're going to get to, and I'm sure there's going to be talk, quite a bit of talk. I know I, I haven't recorded uh, this week's lounge with, with Harrison. I'm sure we're going to poke a little bit of fun at the way this all went down here as well. But, but you know, just, just in terms of basketball, it's great to have this guy back, uh, no, no matter how <laughs> weird the circumstances are. I, I also kind of wonder, just in terms of precedent, uh, whether this means that any player who gets a positive test, especially a positive that is mixed in with a couple negative tests or a negative test, from then on will just kind of, all right, test me again. Test me again, test me again, test me again, until they get the two tests in a 24-hour time period that allows them to come back sooner than the previously mandatory 10 days of quarantine that were that that those kinds of players were supposed to go into. Look, it matters that LeBron was apparently and reportedly asymptomatic. It matters that the tests came back along with another negative, or at least one other negative. Um, it matters that in the time after getting that that uh, positive test, that LeBron remained asymptomatic as he continued, to obviously, to get uh, tested. And then, you know, it also matters that LeBron has cachet, and it's impossible to just com- ignore that aspect of this. Uh, it, it is a part of this. It's going to be part of the conversation. Would the, the same type of steps be taken? And would this result be the same if it was a player who didn't have LeBron's kind of hold over the league? I think that's that's a fair question to ask. And uh, it's going to be really interesting here now that this precedent has been set that other players or whether other players or other teams will take the same type of steps forward should a vaccinated and asymptomatic player who returns a positive COVID test uh, feel like they can return sooner than those 10 days. That's going to be really interesting. I'm talking carefully around this because I don't have all of the information in front of me. Uh, But I do know that in a, a highly competitive league, this is going to be something that all of these teams and especially all of these insanely competitive stars are going to start doing, especially if they took those steps at the beginning of the season or any time from the beginning of the season to now to get vaccinated. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown, an emergency edition of the Lakers Lowdown. Honestly, in a second or in in a little while, Harrison and I are going to sit down and record the Lakers Lounge. We have news about Avery Bradley. We have news, like I mentioned earlier, about DeAndre Jordan. And we have now news about LeBron James, uh, as well as Trevor Ariza that he and I are going to discuss. Uh, If you miss any of those things on the lounge, I will be recapping an entirely weird Lakers day to go with the other 365 entirely weird days of your typical Lakers year. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be recapping all of that on the lowdown on the on the normal lowdown that will be dropping midnight pacific until all of then i'm anthony irwin hoping my voice holds up <laughs>